Hello, my name is Delmer Eldred, and this is Monday, October 17th, 2022. And I want to welcome you to a conversation with Klickitat County Sheriff Bob Songer. He has uncompromised dedication to the Constitution and the Second Amendment. And Sheriff Songer, I just want to thank you for joining us today and explaining to us how important it is that we keep the Second Amendment or if we lose that, we lose the Constitution. Absolutely, and thanks for having me, uh, Dilmer. I appreciate the opportunity to talk about the Second Amendment and how important it is to the citizens of our county. Well, you know, Sheriff, it, it's been uh, proven time and time again, all this gun, anti-gun legislation that they pass, has the, the result is in every city, every Everywhere it's been uh, accepted that they restrict the guns. They have increased crime, increased homicides, and increased black market on uh, guns. Absolutely. Yeah, you look at any of these major cities, you can see the homicide rate skyrocketing. Uh, now, and the problem is, you know, they think by putting out uh, these anti-gun laws, that is going to make our citizens safer. That's just that's just malarkey. It's baloney. Uh, there's no such thing as making it safer. I've been in this business going over 50 years, and I can tell you there's not one dang uh, anti-gun law that's been passed that makes anybody any safer. Um, in fact, it just does the opposite. It makes it unsafe for a good, honest citizen uh, who has difficulty in trying to purchase a firearm because of all the regulations and restric restrictions they put on it. Well, you know, Sheriff, it's been proven that uh, most of the mass shootings happen in gun-free zones, and that's according to U.S. News and World Report, such as malls, theaters, concerts, and schools. I mean, they don't go shooting up a police station because they know that the end result will not be... Uh, to their advantage. Well, that's for sure. And these gun-free zones, it's a joke. Uh, all that is is telling the bad guy, the shooter, that there's an excellent chance nobody is armed on the school property because it says a sign there. You're not allowed to have a gun on the school property. So that's a pretty easy target. It's a soft target for the bad guy. Personally, I think they, what they need to do on these gun-free zones is do away with those signs put a sign up there. If you're going to enter this school to do bodily harm to students or teachers, you will be shot in the issue. Uh, and speaking of schools and mass shootings, <coughs> excuse me, uh, I've worked hard and have some success, and I'm working uh, even more so in getting uh, the school administrators, uh, teachers, superintendents, and the school boards to buy off on the fact that we... Uh, we have certain members within the school, the teachers or uh, principal or superintendent, that are qualified to carry uh, concealed in the school. And we will provide them the training, active shooter training, the qualification training, NRA qualification classroom training, and qualification training. And I will provide them with a special deputies commission so that they're, um, you know, they're acting on part of the law enforcement in that respect. They're a partner with us. And they will be armed in the school. And the reason I 
push so hard for that, Dale, is just common sense. We are a rural, rural county, and a lot of our schools are some distance. They're out in rural areas of the county. And I'd like to say that if, um, pray to God, and there never one, but if we have an active school shooting, that our officers will be there in 30 seconds and save the day, and we'll be heroes. That is not the case. That's not real. That's not the real world. The fact is, that officer could be 30 minutes out, or even longer, depending on where he's at or she's at in the county when the call goes out. Um, and other agencies' response same would be the same. So, by having the uh, teacher or superintendent and so forth, qualified people that volunteer, they have to volunteer and uh, go through this training and be concealed carries in the school, uh, they'll be there. They know the school layout, and if a school shooter enters the school, they'll be able to immediately, immediately address the issue. Where, And that could be seconds and minutes can mean the difference of a number of people being shot and killed. Well, Sheriff, I mean, that's so important. I mean, when seconds count, there has to be somebody there that can immediately take uh, control of the situation and eliminate the threat. And that's exactly what you're talking about. That's why it's so important that a teacher or a supervisor or somebody in that school can, uh, can react immediately to the situation and eliminate any uh, uh, horrific uh, outcome there. Absolutely, absolutely. And all of these anti-gun laws they pass, uh, like I said, I've been in this business over 50 years, and there's not one of them, not one of them that makes it any safer for this good, honest citizen. Uh, bad guys don't pay attention to laws. Uh, heck, uh, Delmer, if they did, I'd be out of work. There would be nobody committing homicides, rapes, or any other crimes, burglary, theft, none of that. If bad guys paid attention to laws. So any anti-gun law that's passed, I can guarantee you they're not going to pay any attention to that law. They don't care. They will carry and they will uh, do bad things. And that's why they're called criminals. Well, actually, I mean, the Second Amendment is really the front line of defense for law-abiding citizens on an imminent threat. I mean, citizens with guns have protected the ones who don't have guns. Indianapolis, a 22-year-old legally concealed carry person, stops a mass shooting at a mall. <clears throat> Church of Christ near Fort Worth, Texas, shooter stopped. It could have been a mass shooting. Jack Wilson, firearms instructor, Uber driver, Uber driver, in Chicago, shoots a man and wounds him to prevent him from opening fire into a crowd. I mean, this is why it's important that people have the ability to uh, legally have firearms for this kind of situations that you don't, you hope will never happen. But when they do, you have to be prepared to to uh, defend the people yourself whatever the situation requires. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, they've been chipping away, the anti-gunners been chipping away at the Second Amendment, our God-given right to protect our families and ourselves and other people that are in 
and threat of serious injury or death. They've been chipping away at that to take away the right to possess firearms. That's a violation of your Second Amendment. Absolute violation. And so they've come out with all these regs and rules and everything else to deter people from purchasing firearms. And it's uh, it's just a way, and I, I honestly believe this. It's my opinion, but I believe it, that... Uh, the ultimate goal of the uh, anti-gunners is to disarm the masses of people in our country so they can move forward with socialism and Marxism. And in uh, that way, they can control people completely. They can't do that. And, you know, they can control your food and your medicine and all these other things. And, and But uh, if they're unable to get the guns from the masses of citizens out there that have a right to own them, they're going to have a hard time turning this country into a Marxist or a socialist country. Well, that's, you know, that's the whole thing, like you said. The globalists and the people, the, the amount of money there is into anti-gun uh, legislation is what drives it. I mean, common sense will tell you that, you know, there's no way that you should be able to deny a citizen the access to the instruments that... In, that enable law-abiding citizens to stop these violent thugs. Because when you uh, disarm the citizens, you arm the criminals. Absolutely. And and I think you mentioned it earlier, Dilmer, that all they're going to do is create a black market. You'll have... Uh, you know, you'll have outlaws out there, uh, you know, selling guns to people on the streets. Uh, and cartels, uh, that'll be another big money market for them. And uh, no, it just creates a black market. It's not going to make anybody safe. The bad guy's going to get the guns. And the honest, hardworking citizen is going to have to cower in their house. Hopefully they don't kick the door in to go after them. But they're going to be armed and the citizen won't be. And I hope we'll never, never see that day happen. Well, Sheriff, we've talked before, you know, that uh, if, if they really want to, the ATF, the FBI, I mean, the places where the black market gun uh, sales are you know, the, the, the most of them, there is pretty easy to find out. It might take a while to find out exactly where these guns are coming from, but you can start put doing undercover work and, and put a, a real damper on the amount of illegal guns. But they don't care about the illegal guns. They're coming after the law-abiding citizen, the one that ha- should have the right to have a weapon, that's the ones that they're coming after, not the criminals. Well, the Fast and Furious, the government, if you recall, Delmer, that they were running a big sting operation down into Mexico, allowing these guns to go into Mexico, and they were going to bust the mafia, or not mafia, but uh, cartel. And uh, that ended up being a... <laughs> A disaster, and unfortunately, a, a DEA agent was murdered with one of the guns our government allowed to slide into Mexico. And of course, uh, nothing ever came of it, of course. And uh, but now the black market is going to be there, there's no question about that. But the main thing is, bad guys are going to be bad guys, and they're going to use weapons. 
and uh, you get into some of these areas in major cities, you see kids at 13, 14 years old that are joining gangs and they're carrying handguns and, and weapons uh, that they got through the black market. And so <clears throat> now if we lose that Second Amendment, we lose everything. We lose the Constitution. We lose our right to possess or protect our family and uh, loved ones. And I, I tell our citizens uh, all the time, I said, uh, we will not allow agencies to come into our county to, to unlawfully seize firearms, uh, confiscate firearms from our citizens. I'll be standing shoulder to shoulder with them to prevent that from happening. Well, Sheriff, like you said before, uh, you know, the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. And according to the FBI, 69 mass shootings were stopped by citizens legally armed. And every one of these people never thought they would ever have to shoot someone. But when the time came, there was no other option. And that's exactly why it is important that you, their people be armed and protect the people that aren't. Absolutely. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a good guy with a gun. Delmer, you're absolutely right, right that that stops the bad guy from doing bodily harm to someone. And what they don't mention, and, and I'm sure the statistics are really high on this, but the anti-gunner news media is not going to come out with this information, how many crimes are stopped or how many assaults are prevented just the mere fact that the good guy pulled the gun to prevent somebody from getting hurt and the bad guy turned and took off running. Um, that gun came in very handy at that point. Well, you know, it's just sad that the uh, politicians, a lot of them, use these mass shootings and uh, the shootings that occur in different towns, different cities, Chicago, for instance, the amount of shootings there are. They use it for political gain. But these shootings are just a good reason why somebody should be armed. There should be some armed citizenry to stop it before it becomes uh, a, such a horrific uh, crime, you know, that these people, that uh, if they had guns, there would be a lot of people that are not around today that still would be here had somebody been able to protect them. Absolutely. And speaking of that, in my next term as sheriff, one of the things I'm uh, program we're going to get started in relatively soon is a firearm safety course for citizens, free of charge, free of charge. Uh, there'll be uh, I have a number of uh, deputies and posse members that uh, are NRA certified trainers. They'll go through classroom training, and then they'll go out on the live range and qualify with the gun that they carry. They'd have to buy their own ammo, of course, because it's pretty expensive. But uh, I believe very strongly in providing that to the citizens. There's a lot of, you notice uh, the statistics show a lot of women are buying firearms. And uh, I think that's important to put that out there, uh, not just to women, but to everybody that wants to learn more about a firearm, wants to be carry a firearm, uh, we'll put on that training, and I think that's important. 
What a terrific program that you, uh, one of your goals that you have here, Sheriff, because, you know, that's the thing is that people need to learn that the, the, the gun is an instrument of protection or, you know, if a hunting, if you want. But, I mean, if they know how to safely handle it, how to uh, fire it, and, you know, the thing is, is that people that are trained with a firearm are the safest people we have. Exactly. Yeah, and I think that training, um, I would hope I'd have a show of real interest out there from the public, and I think I will uh, with that program. But, you know, I uh, speaking of being an instrument, that's exactly what it is. It's a tool. If I took my gun out right now and laid it on the kitchen table, that gun gets sat there for 50 years and would not go off. It's who picks it up. <coughs> Excuse me. It's who picks that gun up determines what kind of uh, activity is going to occur with that firearm. And if it's a bad guy, it's going to be bad things. Good guy, it'll be good things. Well, you know, the, the thing is, is if, if we lose the Second Amendment, the people, this poses such a great threat and danger to society because men and women will be left defenseless against the criminals and the thugs that uh, are out there that will, they will always have guns. And, you know, the thing is, is that the only threat that they, uh, that they understand is the threat that somebody else has a gun and they're going to they're going to have to face the intimate uh consequences yeah if you know if criminals like i said before if criminals followed the law i'd be out of work there'd be nobody committing crimes if they followed laws they don't follow laws that's a reality. And the, and we have to face it. There are some people that are just plain bad people, and they're going to do bad things. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you look at uh, places like uh, Venezuela that have, they don't have any guns. And the, the, the hell that those people go through because the criminals and the thugs, they could come in, take anything you want, do whatever they want, because you have no way to defend your family, your friends, or anybody, yourself, your property. So you're a fair game for the criminals. And that's exactly what happens when you lose the Second Amendment. Yeah, you lose that Second Amendment. All the rest of the amendments in the Constitution goes out the window. You don't have a right to protect yourself and your family and so forth. You won't be able to protect free speech. You won't free religious practicing. You won't be able to protect unlegal searches and seizures. Uh, the Constitution just won't exist. Well, you know, you take a look at the cities, states, have the most restrictive gun laws. They have the highest crime, the highest homicides. And, you know, the, th the ones with the least amount of restrictive gun laws have the least amount of violent crimes and homicides. I mean, you know, the thing is, is that every time there is a shooting in a mall or a, or a school or a theater or whatever, if a, somebody there would have had a, a weapon and could have put a stop to it immediately, this amount of lives that would be saved uh, because a legal 
citizens that legally own firearms are the best defense we have. Absolutely. Well said. And, you know, the thing is, is it's just like there's a lot of people that uh, criticize you for standing up for the Second Amendment, which I don't understand. It's because it's just important to them to have some kind of protection against the bad guys as it is anybody else. And, you know, the thing is, is that the Second Amendment provides us a way to protect ourselves, our family, our neighbors, our property. And that is what it's all about, is that we have to have a uh, front line of defense or else, you know, otherwise the criminals are just going to take control and they're going to be the ones that are going to, uh, you know, the, your life is going to be in danger if you, if you don't have some way to protect your family and your friends and your property. Yeah, absolutely. And you see that in these big cities. You go and look at Chicago. The homicide rate is skyrocketing. And uh, where these uh, shootings are going on, uh, the people, honest people in those areas, uh, can't even get uh, have a license to have a gun. And uh, so they lost their Second Amendment right pretty much and because of city ordinances or city laws and so forth. And it's ridiculous. Uh, now, we need to stop these far-left um, liberals. Um, and again, I stress, that's not all Democrats. Uh, but these far-left liberals, that the progressive part of that party, from being bullies, from being stupid, from being taking our rights away, and stand up and uh, tell them enough is enough, it's not going to happen. Well, Sheriff Songer, you know, that is just, uh, I mean, we are so actually blessed that we have a sheriff that is so dedicated to the Constitution and the Second Amendment. And, you know, the thing is, is that these people in Klickitat County do not realize how fortunate they are because in other counties that don't have a sheriff that's willing to stand up and tell them that, you know, Klickitat County is not going to put up with the criminal and we are going to have guns, and we are going to be able to defend ourselves. And this is one thing that keeps us safe and keeps the criminals uh, a little leery about coming into this county. And I thank you, Sheriff. Well, thank you. And just uh, let people know on this high-capacity magazine, uh, Washington State, you, you can now only have 10 rounds. Uh, in Klickitat County, this sheriff's not enforcing that, by the way. I have latitude in what laws I enforce, and I believe that's strongly an unconstitutional law. It's another way to chip away at your gun rights, and uh, therefore, we will not enforce it. Well, thank you, Sheriff. And, you know, I just want to really emphasize on people how important it is that we have a sheriff that is interested in protecting the citizens and giving us an opportunity, if we want, to own a firearm and have uh, the correct kind of instruction that we need to be safe with a firearm and know what it and know what it can do and know what it's used for, and I he, that's one of his goals that I just think is tremendous that he wants to set up for the citizens. And uh, anyway, I just want to thank you again, Sheriff. And we've been talking to Clickitat County Sheriff Bob Songer, and I appreciate your time and the the important message that you have 
given to us about the Second Amendment. Well, thank you, Dale. And if anybody uh, is interested, they can talk to me personally. Uh, call my cell number, 509-261-1833.